morning, February 27th, 2023. Wow from the Jersey Shore. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, happy birthday to you. You're 37 years old today. Chelsea Clinton is 43. Chili from TLC turns 52 years old today. On this date, the first Mardi Gras parade happened 196 years ago today in New Orleans. Aspirin was patented 116 years ago. President Bush announcing that Operation Desert Storm was over. Kuwait is liberated. Iraq's army is defeated. Our military objectives are met. That was on this date, 1991. Divorce finally became legal in Ireland. That was only 26 years ago. On this date, 1998, Queen Elizabeth agreed to end 1,000 years of male preference by giving a monarch's firstborn daughter the same claim to the throne as a firstborn son. Nelly Furtado, say it right. It was number one here at Fun 107 16 years ago today. I could have my Gucci on. Our morning and Nick Morganelli calling for about two to four inches here right on the south coast. A little more the further you go inland. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update on the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. So Buckingham Palace is having a hard time finding big name talent for the coronation of King Charles, which is coming up in May. Three huge stars apparently told the royals that they're just not able to attend or perform, including the Spice Girls, Harry Styles, Sir Elton John. I mean, Elton John, he's tied with the royals. Thinking like that'd be the first guy you go to. Yeah, I would imagine, you know? yeah. Um, but I guess conflicting schedules did not allow that. In Elton's case, he's on his farewell tour, and he's going to be in Germany in early May when the coronation is going to be happening. As for Harry Styles, he's also touring, and he really doesn't stop. I mean, he technically, he actually does have availability in early May to potentially squeeze in the gig, but... The Sun newspaper says it's going to be too hard for Harry to get his bandmates together because they need some downtime because, again, they're just constantly going. So uh, that's not going to work. When it comes to the Spice Girls, apparently it's too many schedules for too many ladies. And that's all about about all the Sun has to say about that. So they're not going to be performing either. Of course, you also have Ed Sheeran. You've got Adele. Um... and the palace apparently approached those two as well, but they were shot down. <laughs> Both told the king that they could not do it, with Ed saying that he had touring conflicts. And Adele apparently not even offering a specific reason why she couldn't do the coronation gig. I don't get it. I'm trying to think it's if she's working exposure. right now. It is. It is. I mean, I mean you, you know your limits. You talk about the Super Bowl and all the exposure you get for that. I mean... This is a worldwide event. All right, so I'm going to say this, and I have no idea. Okay, I'm just going to put this out there as a theory. I've been seeing speculation across the internet about how King Charles is kind of a kind of a jerk. All right, I'll, I'll say it. He's and not beloved. He's yeah, not yeah. beloved. Yeah. And I'm wondering if there's kind of like on the DL, like if you are associated with him, you, it could potentially hurt. Your reputation? And I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So I, so I guess the the 
the short on the short list now they're going to be turning to Lionel Richie, <laughs> which is so random. I mean, like he's not even British. He's not. I mean, he's an American Idol judge. Yeah. Which, by the way, was pretty good last night. But oh, uh, anyway, so it's going to be like Lionel Richie and some other not so famous music acts. That's what's lined up right now for the coronation. Crazy. At the weekend box office, it was all about Cocaine Bear. Not so much for Ant-Man. The Marvel movie Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania topped the box office for a second weekend in a row. That's the good news. The bad news is that it earned an estimated $32 million bucks in North America, a drop of almost 70% from last weekend. That's the worst wow. percentage drop in history for a Marvel movie. But Cocaine Bear opened up much better than expected. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. The bear, it did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. So the bloody bear story took in about $23 million, uh, which they were delighted about. Like They did, they were not expecting that. Such a so. weird... But based on... With a little bit of, uh, you know, emphasis based on a true story. It's and based on a true it's story? It's a true story. They definitely, uh, what's the word when you make something bigger than it really they is? Embellish it a they bit? embellished it a yeah. lot, but it is definitely, it's, it's based on a true story. Well, everybody's talking about this Jake Paul, Tommy Fury fight last night. It was a split decision. To the scorecards. Mike Ross scores the contest. 75-74. He has it for Paul. Omar Mithun scores it. 76-73 for Fury. Daniel Vanderbilt scores it. 76-73 to the winner by split decision. Tommy TNT Fury. So Jake Paul loses... And he actually took the loss quite well. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, didn't think I'd ever have to make one of these videos, but this is still the best job in the world. Thank you all for the support. This was an amazing event, and I'll be back. No worries, cuz. Kind of a funny moment at the SAG Awards last night. People saying they've never seen anybody so angry to win a, an award. Aubrey Plaza, she's in that uh, The White Lotus show. It's a great show. I know her from uh, Parks and Rec. Yep, yep. Yeah. So she was caught angrily talking to herself after the White Lotus cast won the SAG Award for the best ensemble in a, dra- a drama series last night. Cast gets up on stage to accept the last award of the night. And during the acceptance speech, she's standing up there and somebody goes over and grabs her by the arm and whispers her into her ear apparently pointing out that she, was, that she was about to suffer a wardrobe malfunction. I guess that, like, one, you know, it was kind of coming out, okay? Yeah, the top. Uh, and it caused her to promptly adjust her dress and do her thing, and then they accept the award. But I'd like to send a prayer out to, to the earthquake victims in Syria and Turkey and a prayer, a prayer for peace in Ukraine and Russia. Union forever! So right after the guy screams that, she, like, mouths... Basically, she takes the Lord's name in vain, okay? Like, up on stage, on TV, like, right after he says that. So people are like, is she mad at that guy? Or what's going on? Because, like, people kind of missed the whole wardrobe malfunction thing. That makes sense now. So then Twitter 
you know, lights up with comments. Like, what was Aubrey Plaza so annoyed about, one person wrote. Somebody else has said, why was Aubrey Plaza so mad to win for White Lotus? <laughs> Hashtag SAG Awards. So that's kind of like what happened behind the scenes is that she had a little wardrobe malfunction. A little Janet Jackson action. Yeah, a little bit. Gotcha. Uh, but I think she caught it before anything went too wrong. More entertainment news up on the Fun 107 app. Workout world. About two to four inches of snow uh, tonight into tomorrow as a, a little, the first real like, snow event here on the south coast of the entire winter About happens. Um, so, yeah, Nick Morganelli's going to tell us more about that coming up in a little bit. It's 29 right now. Guess what I did yesterday for the first time in my life. What did you do? I went to one of those wedding fairs. One of the, one of the well, it's not fairs. the first one you've ever been to in your whole life. As we had a, a bunch. Groom, yeah, Michael, as a groom. <laughs> Very weird to be on the other side. It Very must weird. be really weird. You know, it was. this is more along the lines of, because we're, we're, we're done. We're good. Okay. I, I used all my people that I know, gave it to my fiance, said, hey, do your homework. You choose. Let me know who you want. I'll make the calls. I'll pay the bills. Everybody's happy. Okay, but she wanted to kind of feel what it was like to go through all these things, you know, because if, if you're a bride out there getting married, it's it's fun because you get to experience different things along the way. It's a little journey leading up to the altar. So she goes, oh, I really want to go to one of these bridal expos. Yeah. OK, whatever. Sunday. There goes my nap. <laughs> but, you know, happy wife, happy life. And I go in there and. Man, it's it's just weird. Yeah, I know everybody. Oh, you knew everybody. I knew everybody. Oh, because I would have been interested to see like where the where the vendors like falling all over you, trying to get them to trying to get you to book them. You know what I mean? Oh, as like, but you knew the people. I knew the people. Okay, so it ch- changes a little bit. Wait, wait what, what I'm talking about? I knew the vendors. That's what I mean. Yeah, I knew the vendors. Because I would have yeah. I would have been interested because you know like obviously you know you and I DJ weddings and we were always on the other side of that, right? Yes. But it would have been interesting just to see what vendors do to try to get you to book with them. There was a couple. There were a couple that, I'll put it out there, had no idea who I was. And and I like that because, again, yeah. like you said, you get to kind of pick their brain and they have no idea. Or maybe they do and they're just playing coy. Um, what I really needed, though, was, was like a travel agent. And thankfully, there was only one there, which kind of helps a little bit, you know. And I, I loved her. She was great. So it makes my life a little bit easier. Hey, let's give it a shot. You know, it's when you got multiple and then now you got to choose. Oh, well, what did that person have that the other person didn't? Those are some big decisions that I just wasn't ready for. Um, but the people who I'm trying to think, I knew all the DJs, the florist. I, I knew the florist. Yeah, see, it's tough when, when you're in the industry. And you know everybody. But I see what you're saying, just to kind of see how they rope people in. Yeah, and it also would have been fun to be like, you know, so what do you have for us? And just like, yeah, you know, see what, see what you got. Bring it. I think there was a couple of places that was uh, more like spa-related and whatnot, and, and she ended up getting like free foot massage or something like that. There you go. Take advantage of that. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's just it's different when you're on the other side. Um, I was there just for the support, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird for me, um, leading up to, 
to the, to the yeah, beginning. Can you believe you're the groom? Yeah. Very, very difficult. The toughest part is going to be separating that when I get to the weddings. I find myself going to my friend's weddings, and I got to keep my mouth shut. And my fiance will be like, don't you dare talk about the DJ. Just leave it be. Have fun. And sometimes, yeah, I have fun, but then it's like. Remember, we, we were able to, we were wondering if we were going to do that for Mandy's, for Mandy's wedding. wedding. And we made it through. Guy was we, did, we did not yeah. say anything about the DJ. No, it was He was nice. good, though. He was good. Yeah. So being able to separate is my biggest task that I have to enforce onto myself on the big day. I think it's going to be fine. Hope it's going to be fine. And I just, I don't want this big production. Everybody thinks this is going to be like a, you know, a grand, big grand wedding. And it's really not. Like, if you really know me, I'm, I'm all about the simplicity. And mm-hmm. I just want small. And I'm okay with that. You know, they think it's going to be like a giant party, then a huge after party in Vegas. Well, I mean, you usually don't do things small. You, you're usually like an extra kind of a guy. So that's why people are thinking that, but they don't know your fiance. That's true. And that's the factor that is playing into, you know. Here. That's my anchor. That's what keeps me grounded a little bit from flying a little too high. Yeah. You know, there will be a couple of extra things at the wedding. A little extra than normal. Um, but that's all a surprise. Will there be an ice luge? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Probably not. It took me forever to kind of convince my fiance, hey, can we at least have open bar for the, like beer and wine? You know, there's worries that people are going to get too trashed. And I'm like, they're not going to get trashed. You know, it's, it'll be fine. Like for me, I've always said when I get married, let the people have fun. Open bar. Which can get a little too riled. You've been to weddings like that. Yep. So we, we met halfway. Liquor you got to pay for, but beer and wine, have at it. As much as you want. I don't care. So so now is it one and done for the wedding fairs for you now? Oh, yeah. You all good? I felt I felt weird being there. I did. I, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't my cup of tea. And now she's done it. She's feel satisfied. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Be done. And that's it. And then that's the other thing is like, we already have everything. So the pressure was on. Didn't want to like hurt these people's feelings. We just we wanted to hear what they had to say. Yeah. But hey, sorry to say, but we have everything that we need. We're yeah, so you're go. wasting their time. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. Huh. You know what? She wanted to waste my time on a Sunday. There you go. So we <laughs> turned that right on those people. That's it. On 107. Tape. Talking to Nick Morganelli coming up uh, in a little while, about an hour or so to get the, the scoop, the latest uh, models showing uh, Nick saying about two to four right here in the south coast, the immediate south coast, but a little bit further, the more inland and the more west you go. Yeah, do you feel good about that? Because this is all because of you. And I, because I believe in, you know, not karma, but what's the thing? Jinxing? I believe <laughs> in jinxing. And you were all like, oh, this is this is it. We finally have a winterless winter, so a snowless winter, and, you know, just enjoy. You're not wrong. Can. I did say that, and I do feel a little bit like I jinxed it. There's, it's there's true. Articles out there that you. I written. know, I know. But I said, could this. could this be, could be the snowless winter? I remember one. And apparently, year, it's not. Remember, I lived above a cushion at Creamery. Yeah, that was that year. I thought was going to be a snowless winter, and then we ended up getting a huge snowstorm on Christmas morning. Um, and then, it, listen, there's always going to be snow, no matter what. It just might be a little bit later. So here's my goal. Okay. okay, so it's apparently not going to be the snowless winter I was hoping for, but I have not yet used my snowblower. And I'm thinking 
I don't know if this is going to make me use my snowblower or not because because I'm, I'm hearing that on Thursday we're going to be getting a rainstorm, which is going to wash it all away. So why go nuts and, and clear it all away only to have the rainstorm on Thursday? Deal with it for 24 hours. Now I could say it's a snowblowerless winter so far. You could. I don't know. I just feel sketch. like it's it's sketch with the whole freezing and your 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 driver could potentially become a uh, ice skating rink because all that rain might not be enough to wash it all away. Yeah. So now it's just compressing it down and then phew, you get injuries left and right. I'm just trying to save some face here. You know what I mean? It's the gas prices, isn't it? <laughs> Six fifty seven. In the ninety second news update, Phil Devitt is in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. The South Coast is expected to receive what could be its largest snowfall of the winter tonight and tomorrow. The National Weather Service is predicting that eastern Massachusetts, including the South Coast, will receive between 2 and 5 inches of snow, likely mixing with rain at some point, and with a central part of the state receiving higher amounts. Gusty winds are expected, and the storm should start late tonight, continue into tomorrow afternoon. Your full forecast is coming up. A fire in a New Bedford home displaces six people. It broke out Saturday night on Sagamore Street, starting on the third floor and spreading to the attic. It took firefighters several hours to get the fire under control. No injuries reported. The Red Cross is assisting the residents, and firefighters say it appears the fire was accidental. A heads up if you're driving in Fall River. Today is the day the Route 79 Expressway is scheduled to be permanently closed. So look out for detours. The state is redesigning the mile-long corridor, a project that's set to take several years. The Department of Energy has concluded that the COVID-19 pandemic likely came from a lab leak in China. That's according to multiple reports, which cite a classified intelligence report delivered to key lawmakers last month. It adds that the department made the assessment with low confidence. U.S. government agencies have been divided over whether the health emergency began in China as the result of a lab leak or whether it emerged naturally. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told CNN Sunday that there's no definitive answer on the origins of COVID. And there's a new record for most expensive motorcycle ever sold at auction. It now belongs to a 1908 Harley-Davidson strap tank, which went for $935,000 last month. It was discovered back in 1941 in Wisconsin. That eventually led to a collector from Indiana restoring the bike. In sports, two Boston games tonight. The Celtics first up, playing the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. That's at 7.30. Then at 8.30, the Boston Bruins take on the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, check on your traffic and weather coming up from the Chardo Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. It's opportunity to apologize to the entire audience. I feel like I have single-handedly jinxed the entire South Coast and all of New England with my talk of the snowless winter. Well, the first step is admitting that, yes, it's you true. were wrong. It's true. Um, but apparently it's not going to be a snowless winter. Nick Morganelli, is it? <laughs> no, winter's back. You know, it had to come back at some point, right? <laughs> so, Nick, you've been following this in the ABC6 Weather Center this morning. What do you think is going to happen, and what's the timeline of all this? Yeah, you know, it's it's the timeline is for the uh, the first flakes to come down around uh, 10 o'clock tonight, 9, 10 o'clock. And then we should get a steady snow in here late night, so by 11 or midnight, then we're going to start to see a steady snow, and it's going to accumulate all night long. 
And uh, it's going to be snow for everybody, even along the south coast, uh, right through midday tomorrow. And then during the afternoon tomorrow, we'll have a lighter snow, lighter snow showers continuing to linger, I think, all afternoon tomorrow. And that's kind of the trick of the forecast is how long do these snow showers continue? I think it's during the daylight hours. And then once we get to the evening, I think finally the storm on the coast will pull away and get far enough away from us. And uh, we'll start to uh, get some partial clearing in here as we go through the overnight hours tomorrow night. But you're thinking about a good solid 12 hours of snow before it, it changes over. Yeah, there's there's really not a lot of changeover. I mean, the south coast uh, tomorrow afternoon could mix with some raindrops because the temperatures are going to go up to the middle, possibly even upper 30s tomorrow, late at mid to late afternoon. So there's there's really not much accumulation for the south coast in the at, late afternoon, mid to late afternoon tomorrow. So most of the accumulation for that area of uh, you know your viewership is is in the morning up until tomorrow morning. So yes, about 12 hours of accumulating snow. And it's going to be about four inches or so. I'm, I'm going for like four to six inches from New Bedford Fall River into Providence. As you get west of Providence, though, those western counties of uh, Rhode Island, uh, you get into the hills there, they, they could get six, seven, eight inches of snow up there. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so you're expecting a tricky commute tomorrow. Yeah, you know, so this is, that's the fortunate thing. Two good things about this is we don't have any ice mixing in with this. No sleet, no freezing rain. And the other thing is it's impacting one commute in a big way, which is tomorrow morning. The evening commute tomorrow should be okay because the, the, um, like I said, the, the snow showers will get lighter and any mixing would be with raindrops along the south coast. And we really don't accumulate too much more. And plus the road crews will be out. They'll get it all done. And the temperatures climb above 32, so that's really going to help the roads get down to pavement and to get that uh, any slush or snow that's on the roadways and get the roads cleared uh, by the evening commute tomorrow. So I don't expect any any problems for the evening commute. Now, I know you're going to get back on ABC6 here in a second, but I, I do want to ask one more question because you had said something sure. about an, another storm coming on Thursday. That's going to be a rainstorm. And I'm by, what I'm trying to do is, do you think I can get away with not – snow blowing this and waiting until <laughs> it melts on Thursday. Yeah, there won't be enough warm air and rain to, to melt it all. So unfortunately you have to you have to do some snow removal. Oh, but you know it's it's but you know the sun's out tomorrow, uh rather uh the sun's out on uh, Wednesday and um but then there's another storm coming on Friday night and Saturday. That one could be more impactful in the way of snow, ice sleet, rain. It, it looks like a real mixed bag right now. We're going to take one at a time here because that one's still way off in the future, but uh, it's a very active week, so I, I would suggest removing the snow with this one. Then the rain can wash away everything and get it nice and clean yeah. for the next event coming <laughs> Friday night and Saturday. All right. oh, man. <laughs> Nick Morganelli calling for four to six inches here in the south coast, New Bedford, Fall River, and the uh, surrounding areas. A little bit more if you're listening further inland or west. Uh, around the yeah. Providence area. Thank you so much, Nick Morganelli. You're very welcome. You have a great day. Enjoy the snow. We will be watching on ABC6. It is 7.53 and a 90-second news update from our Charred Oak Tavern newsroom. Here's Phil Devin. A fire in a New Bedford home displaces six people. It broke out Saturday night on Sagamore Street, starting on the third floor and spreading to the attic. It took firefighters several hours to get the fire under control. No injuries were reported. The Red Cross is assisting the residents, and firefighters say it appears the fire was accidental. 
A team of volunteers is working on the homeless problem in Dartmouth. Matthew Dancero, the engagement coordinator for the Dartmouth Council on Aging, is one of those volunteers making up the Dartmouth Community Response Team. He says homelessness has been a problem in Dartmouth for a while, but it hasn't always been in the open. Dartmouth has always sort of kind of had issues with the hotels. Um, where people would go because they were cheap and there was a place to stay for a period of time. Um, And there have been encampments over the years in Dartmouth. There were just more of them coming around. Dancero estimates there could be as many as 200 to 300 homeless people in Dartmouth, either in encampments or in the motels. He says the community response team is using donations from the community to help them with winter clothes, hygiene items, and more. Two people are seriously injured after being struck by vehicles over the weekend in Massachusetts. A man in his 80s in Easton was hit Sunday and taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Police haven't released any information about the vehicle that struck him, only saying the investigation is ongoing. And a five-year-old boy in Foxborough also has life-threatening injuries. He was apparently following other children across the street Saturday morning when he was hit by a vehicle. He was taken to the hospital by helicopter. Police say the vehicle was driven by a Foxborough resident who remained on scene and cooperated with officers. And a woman who admits to crimes related to the theft of Lady Gaga's dogs is suing to get a reward. Jennifer McBride says the singer offered $500,000 with no questions asked. Even though McBride pleaded guilty to receiving stolen property, she wants that reward. Several people connected to McBride are now convicted for attacking Lady Gaga's dog walker and stealing her French bulldogs. Her dog walker was shot but survived. Los Angeles police say McBride returned the dogs in 2021 while pretending tending to not be involved in the crime. In sports, the Boston Celtics play the New York Knicks at 7.30 tonight, and the Boston Bruins play the Edmonton Oilers at 8.30. Your traffic and weather next from the Chart Oaks Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Well, it's all about chocolate right now at Dunkin'. Bring on the chocolate and the all-new caramel chocolate cold brew. So it's crafted with Dunkin's ultra-smooth cold brew and flavor notes of gooey caramel and rich milk chocolate. And it's topped off with, are you ready for this? Chocolate cold foam and cocoa caramel sprinkles. Just delicious. It is the all-new caramel chocolate cold brew. Try one on the way in the work this morning and beat those Monday blues at Dunkin'. If you're looking at Maddie, so this morning, early this morning, it was at 541 a lot of people heard very very disturbing sound woke people out of a dead sleep and had people wondering what in the world was that because a lot of people said it sounded a lot like machine gun fire like not to alarm people but that is what it sounded a whole lot like uh, we have the definitive answer though and before we play the audio because we have the audio if you do have your dogs around, Put them in the other room if you're listening to Alexa, something like that, because I know my dog is. It would give that same effect over the radio? 100%. Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so so we we got some calls this morning right after we went on the air at 5.30. People asking about the machine gun fire uh, that was heard in the area of, like, New Bedford High School. Like, just that general area, the West End, right? And then heard as far away as Tucker Road in Dartmouth. We can tell you, because we got... A uh, definitive source from the state that said it was fireworks. But now we also have video proof. Somebody had sent us video from their ring camera, mm. which captured the whole thing. And 
Though what's funny was that she apologized, saying, oh, I'm sorry, I sent a better video. It is like crystal clear video and audio of the the fireworks. There was a huge fireworks display at 541 this morning. As if somebody accidentally set off, uh, like, <laughs> I, I don't even know. Why would grand somebody, finale. Yeah. Like, why in the world would somebody light these off at 541 in the morning on, on February 27th? Come on. So here's what it sounded like. Can you imagine being awoken from a dead sleep? Hearing this. This is not a loop. Are you kidding me? That is disturbing. If you don't know, that's fireworks at 541 in the morning. Got the uh, text from the fiance. She was walking right up. Yeah. She says, I don't know what it is. It sounded like she used the word machine gun as well. And it it startled her and, and the dog, and she said it was very close. And then we had people from South Dartmouth, all yeah. the way in South Dartmouth, saying they heard it as Can't well. Can't believe it. that many people heard that that far away. I mean, it's very quiet at 545 in the morning. I can yeah. imagine that's going to travel. And, uh, I mean, if you're living on the side of that, that's, that's uh, can't it's yeah, so dangerous. It's, so dangerous. Just, Why? Weird, just weird, but that is what happened, and then we've got video proof of that. Gazelle's going to post that video up on fun107.com later this morning. And the 90-second news update now, here comes Phil Devitt from the Charred Oak Tavern Newsroom. The South Coast is expected to receive what could be its largest snowfall of the winter tonight and tomorrow. The National Weather Service is predicting that eastern Massachusetts, including the South Coast, will receive between 2 and 5 inches of snow, likely mixing with rain at some point, and with the central part of the state receiving higher amounts. Gusty winds are expected, and the storm should start late tonight, continue into tomorrow afternoon. Your full forecast is coming up. A fire in a New Bedford home displaces six people. It broke out Saturday night on Sagamore Street, starting on the third floor and spreading to the attic. It took firefighters several hours to get the fire under control. No injuries reported. The Red Cross is assisting the residents, and firefighters say it appears the fire was accidental. A heads up if you're driving in Fall River. Today is the day the Route 79 Expressway is scheduled to be permanently closed. So look out for detours. The state is redesigning the mile-long corridor, a project that's set to take several years. The Department of Energy has concluded that the COVID-19 pandemic likely came from a lab leak in China. That's according to multiple reports, which cite a classified intelligence report delivered to key lawmakers last month. It adds that the department made the assessment with low confidence. U.S. government agencies have been divided over whether the health emergency began in China as a result of a lab leak or whether it emerged naturally. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told CNN Sunday that there's no definitive answer on the origins of COVID. And there's a new record for most expensive motorcycle ever sold at auction. It now belongs to a 1908 Harley-Davidson strap tank, which went for $935,000 last month. It was discovered back in 1941 in Wisconsin. That eventually led to a collector from Indiana restoring the bike. In sports, two Boston games tonight. The Celtics first up, playing the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. That's at 7.30. Then at 8.30, the Boston Bruins take on the Edmonton Oilers. A check on your traffic and weather coming up from the Chardo Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. So two weeks from tonight, Paw Patrol 
coming to Barrett's Ale House. So there's a Paw Patrol-themed kids' night happening March 13th. Again, that's two weeks from tonight. You're going to have a meet and greet. I don't know how they got them. Marshall will be there two weeks from tonight at Barrett's Ale House in Fall River for that Paw Patrol kids' night. Uh, and make sure you grab those tickets and reservations in advance if you want your child to get that meet and greet with Marshall. Don't forget, coming up on St. Patrick's Day, there's, there's something for everybody there at Barrett's Ale House this month. You got St. Patrick's Day. It's going to be a Friday night this, this year, so that's going to be huge. Corned beef and cabbage, drink specials, and anybody wearing green, you get a, a free raffle ticket that could get you some great prizes. And then don't forget... The big college basketball tournament starting on March 14th. So sports fans, Irish people for the day, kids, Paw Patrol, something for everybody at Barrett's Ale House this month in Fall River. Learn, learn more at barrettsalehouse.com. <clears throat> Get into tomorrow morning and Nick Morganelli's calling for about four to six inches now of snow to fall here in the south coast. More if you're listening Further to the west, over in the Providence area, the the area north of Providence, that area is going to get a little bit more, more like six, seven, eight inches of snow. Um, but uh, the timing is everything on this. I think that is going to be a factor in the morning commute. It will impact, the storm will impact the morning commute. So this morning, we just, uh, we just un- unveiled a mystery here on uh, Michael and Maddie. A lot of people in the New Bedford area, right around New Bedford High School, the West, West End, End yep. they were awakened this morning at 541 in the morning. This is like a, a real kick in the face at 541 on a Monday morning. I mean, luckily where you and I were already up and yeah. at but how many other We were already people? at work. People were calling in saying, what was that? Because it sounded like, you know, I, I don't mean to be an alarmist here, but it sounded like machine gun fire. It did. At 541 in the morning. In the west end of New Bedford. And it was heard as far away as Payne and Aram. Yeah. And so this is what somebody's, uh, what was it, a Nest camera. One of those Nest cams. Really nice camera, huh? What's funny is the woman was apologizing, saying, I'm sorry, the video's not good enough. The video is outstanding. It's crystal clear. It has crystal clear video and audio. And uh, this is what the sound was this morning in the west end, 5.41 a.m. So, and these are, I'm looking at it right now. These are the big bang ones. I call them the big bang. So they're not the ones that like kind of sparkle out and make like, you know, like a rainfall of a firework. These are those M like M eighties. Yeah. That's what these are. Like, but the, the level of the, and we're looking at the video here and, and gazelle, you're going to put this up on fun. One Oh seven.com a little bit. The fireworks, would you, would you compare them to the same grade of fireworks that they would have maybe over New Bedford Harbor. Uh, I mean, it's tough to say because those see how they're not they they're not too high up in the sky. The higher they go, the, the bigger the grade of a firework. But these uh, again, they they're not even fireworks; they're just straight M eighties. They're going up. They go boom, boom, flash of light, flash of light, like like flashbangs. That's that's all they are. It's like a, a and the, these things obviously go off in rapid succession. These blasts. Look at how low they are to the tree line, to the house yeah. line. 
Um, so one mystery is solved in that we know, uh, obviously, this was not, thankfully, machine gun fire. Uh, that this was, in fact, we've got video evidence of the 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 um, the fireworks. But the next mystery is who did this? Yeah, and why? Why would you do this? Because these must cost a ton of money. Why would you light these things off at 541 on a Monday morning in February? It was almost like they they just lit it and ran and hoped for the best, that it wouldn't burn anything down. There is, I'm trying to think, I live around that area. I see I see firework shells and casings all over the place, especially in the uh, the, the Oak Cemetery. Well, you hate it leading up to... to uh... Fourth of July, you're always like, "Oh, here we go." And it gets earlier and earlier every year. I mean, this <laughs> now is starting in February. February? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's just terrible because now, like, I can't go anywhere around Fourth of July. I can't travel. I can't. I can't even go out and enjoy the fireworks, like on the waterfront or anything. Why? I have to stay home with my dog. She's that petrified. The, the number one thing that scares my dog is fireworks. She will shake like bad. As if, like, she's about to have an anxiety panic attack. And it just, it, it sucks. It did, does. Uh, did she get upset this morning with these? I didn't really confirm it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she did. Yeah. You know, my, my it broke, woke my fiance up, and she, she sleeps very heavily. So if it well, woke her up, I mean, come on. Well, if you heard these, you know, those bangs this morning, that's the what it was. But the who it was, still a mystery. Experience. Sound of loud bangs. Woke up New Bedford and Fall River, well, New Bedford and Dartmouth this morning. And coming up on the Fun 107 app, Gazelle is going to have video that shows these loud bangs going off. It's very, it's good video. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, horrible, you know, event that went down, but... Waking up everybody. Come on, man. And, it, and really, more so than waking up everybody, but causing a panic in everybody, because it sounded a lot like machine gun fire. Uh, we got some calls coming in here at 508-994-1071. Apparently, it turns out the video shows it's just fireworks, yes. but still very unnerving at 541 in the morning. First off, I was one of those that was jumped out of bed scared. Um, my dog went crazy, didn't know what was going on. But then um, I left about 6 o'clock to bring my husband to work. And I was driving on the Robeson uh, Shamadab area, and I saw the box of empty fireworks on fire. So I ended up calling um, 911 for the you know, fire department, and they had told me that they were aware of the situation. And I said, was that the noise that I heard this morning? And the lady had told me, yes, it was a group of teenagers. What are they doing awake? I can't get my teenagers to get up at 7.30 in the morning to go to school. What, what are they doing awake at 5.40 in the morning? I know. I struggled to get my daughter out. Um, but, yep, that's what I was told by dispatch this morning. Did you think it was machine guns? My husband did. I had no clue what was going on. I thought we were under attack or something. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What a way scary. to start a week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you did see you saw a box of fireworks on fire. I do. I did, yes. And, actually, my husband took a picture of it. <laughs> and what, what street was that on? It was right on the corner of Robeson, was it Robeson and um, Charmant, the, yep. the old school over there. Well, we appreciate the info, Melissa. Thanks for calling in here at Fun 107. It's time for the...